fair warning, this will not be funny. These are just some thoughts on where we're at with the current social justice movement. I feel pretty disgusting for even doing this, and I'd much prefer that this podcast be 100% entertainment, 0% lecture. But I've talked to a lot of people, friends, family, uh, and have heaps of anecdotal evidence that many of us right now share a, well, what do we do now kind of feeling six weeks removed from George Floyd. So I don't think it's totally unsolicited. I don't think it's aimlessness. Uh, There's still a, a revolutionary energy that's out there. And I'm very pleased looking around and seeing how committed a lot of you are to activism, discussion, awareness, all that. But I guess if you want to know, since you asked, if you want to know how I feel about the last three to four weeks of it, like once the story died down on a national level and the media chose COVID spikes over continuing to cover the protests, I don't love it. Uh, If this is an uprising, I think it's an unhealthy one at the moment. In everyone's defense, there did need to be a pivot. And I think we all know that this is going to be a pretty crazy election coming up on federal, state, local levels. Um, But we're kind of calm before the storm with that and just clearly in a deep culture war right now. And when I say deep, I mean, I mean, thousands of years deep. And when I say war, I mean that we are all soldiers on both sides. But the point is, is that you can't you can't sit it out because it's it's culture right? It's not a literal war where you get drafted and go to base camp or training camp or whatever. It's basic training. That's what it is. Give me a break. I've never served this country. In fact, there's ample data out there that shows the country has been served to me. It comes on a silver, shiny, blood-drenched platter, along with one used fucking Long John Silver's napkin. You still with me? Basic training, culture war, citizens are soldiers. So my next point is, I guess, where that analogy falls apart. Uh, Culture wars don't exactly have a general, do they? And if they do, it's the other side that has one. Because Fox News is killing it, and I gotta be honest, they have seamless control over their troops. But for the libs, for the cucks, whether you're a bleeding heart or just a seasonal ally... We all seem to be free-range chickens with our heads cut off. Here's what I think has happened. One, wokeness became such a highly valued currency that it made some people, and I'll include myself, think they were so rich that they could just start being dickheads to one another. And this extends across all races. It definitely applies to white people the most, goes without saying, we're really great at accumulating and preserving wealth, even the metaphorical kind, but I've seen a rainbow of skin tones act like they're the ones who get it, like they're the ones who understand all the problems, and that telling everyone else to catch up to where they're at is itself a solution. We can, and I'm happy to, blame our communication systems for some of this. It's hard to have an honest and humble conversation 
using social media, or even text messages. And unfortunately, those things are a huge feature of living in a pandemic. Also, changing people's priorities, let alone their minds on something, is super fucking challenging already. All I'm saying is a little humility, a little self-deprecation, those virtues can absolutely coexist with your passion and your intelligence, and to put a finer point on it, actually help the medicine go down smoother. The second thing that I think has happened, and I might be wrong, notice the humility, is that phase two of George Floyd is the conversation fracturing and being disproportionately focused on uh, erasing or modifying ugly things from the past, whether that be monuments, mascots, and I guess the one that really bothers me the most, uh, entertainment. Like, those arenas are definitely part of it, but there are more consequential, violent levels of systemic racism. And you can't see this, but I'm currently holding a mirror. I'm, I'm holding a mirror. I'm looking and talking to my own reflection right now. We need to keep our eye on the ball. So what do I mean by that? I'll give you an example. There was a headline the other day that said, Several episodes of Golden Girls removed for blackface, and the picture was of them wearing mud masks, like facial hygiene masks. And this wasn't like a small story. It was prominently featured because the media sucks, and we know that. But it means that people are clicking on it, and we have to stop clicking on it. We've been clicking on that story for the past five years, and it clearly sidetracks us from more important, less safe social justice. We gotta have whatever split-second reaction we're gonna have to that Golden Girl story, whether that be, well, that's a little much, or it's about fucking time, and just keep scrolling, baby. Don't click on it. Don't weigh in with what you think. Just keep scrolling. Keep it moving. We have this tendency to hold art accountable when our efforts to do the same with police and elected representatives fail. The bad guy gets away, but oh, it's okay because we grabbed one of his henchmen. Gotcha. Don't worry, boss. I've taken all four Golden Girls' custody. The streets are now safe. Anyway, to review, there is still fucked up policy and violence, both literal and economic, still happening out there. And the current nitty-gritty of the cause, as I understand it, please tell me if I'm wrong, is continuing the work on divesting the police, notice the branding change there, ending voter suppression, and being intentional about spending what little money you have and where it goes. If it's a black-owned business, hey, that's great. If it's minority-owned, that's not nothing. If it's biracially owned, first of all, good for them. Second of all, I, I guess try not to spend money on, like, the white half of the store. But, yeah, whatever. As long as it's a small business, they're not the enemy. I, by the way, have been doing a horrible job of this. Yesterday, I was going to Google minority-owned grocery store, but then I didn't. And I dropped a cool 200 at fucking Albertsons. At least it's not Amazon, the hypocrite thought. 
So yeah, I get it. I have no idea how to enact change. It's not like I get to vote on shit every day. It's at best an annual exercise of power. But my money matters to people and my attention matters to people. So that's kind of where my head is at. Sorry. This was good? This was good. It probably wasn't great for you, but I feel slightly better. I wish you a benevolent rest of July. I am obviously aware that this episode is longer than one minute, but I dare you to come at me for that. I got the moral high ground, baby. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you were still provided a riveting minute of short-form content on this very podcast feed earlier today. So, promises are being kept. This is just a, a, a bonus episode. And if I know one thing about bonus episodes and bonus tracks and Christmas bonuses, it's that there are no rules. So that's it. Sorry. Thank you for listening. 